Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to call the meeting of Monday, December 19th, 2022, to order at 8 a.m. We're going to uh, recess into executive session pursuant to Section 551.071 of Texas Government Code. The council reserves the right to convene an executive session from time to time, as is uh, deemed necessary during this meeting for any uh, posted agenda item to receive advice from its attorney as permitted by law to discuss the following. A uh, pending or contemplated litigation or to seek the advice of the city attorney pursuant to section 551.071. Discussion regarding possible purchase, exchange, lease, or value of real property pursuant to section 551.072. Also land acquisition for future development personnel matters pursuant to section 551.074, deliberation regarding commercial or financial information received from or the offer of a financial or other incentive made to a business prospect seeking to locate in a city and locate, stay or expand in or near the territory of the city and with which the city is conducting economic development negotiations pursuant to section 551.087. Economic Development Project 22-14. The council will now recess into executive session at 8.02 a.m. We will reconvene into our regular business session at 8.37 uh, a.m. We will have our invocation by Chief Lehman. We'll have our Pledge of Allegiance by Ms. Bounds and the Texas Pledge by Mr. Tenor. <coughs> Heavenly Father, we come to you with a humble heart we ask for your guidance direction uh, and power to make wise and just decisions for the community at large you know our strengths please reaffirm them help us with our many weaknesses please watch over and protect our men and women in the military both home and abroad and also all our public safety personnel anyone in need of your direction guidance or healing power please provide it these things we ask for in your name amen at this time, citizens wishing to address the council on a non-public uh, hearing, agenda items and items not on the agenda, you may do so at this time due to the regulations of the Texas Open Meetings Act. Please do not expect a response from the council. We are not able to do so. This will be your only opportunity to speak unless you are uh, speaking on a scheduled public hearing item 
After the close of the citizens' comments portion of the meeting, only comments related to public hearings will be heard. All comments are limited to five minutes. In order to be recognized during citizens' comments or during a public hearing, applicants included, please complete a blue or a yellow card located at the entrance of the chamber and presented to our assistant city secretary seated to my right and your left. As a reminder, this will be your only opportunity to speak unless you are speaking on a scheduled agenda uh, item, a scheduled public hearing item. The council may not uh, respond due to uh, regulations of the uh, Texas Open Meetings Act. Do we have any cards, ma'am? All right, thank you very much. We'll go to council announcements. Mr. Lehman. Ms. Short, Mr. Lewis, Mr. Tenora, Ms. Bounds. Mayor, um, on this weekend, I attended the uh, uh, veterans uh, wreath laying on the veterans grave sites, and um, it was very humbling, very awesome, and they laid out over 400 wreaths. Awesome. Outstanding. Thank you, ma'am. Mr. Brosh. All right, and I have none. All right, staff comments. Uh, Mr. Smolinski, do we have any staff comments? Uh, yes, Mayor, just one. Uh, at the next council meeting, we'll be bringing uh, forward before the city council the bylaws for a number of our boards and commissions. I wanted to talk to you today about something we may want to consider adding to that, and at council's direction, we will do that. Uh, the appointment of the board and commission uh, chair Typically that has not been done, but one thing that we talked about uh, during that process this year was having council get a little more input on the direction that the boards are going. I think one way in which uh, you might do that is the appointment of the chair uh, and then have the chair be a part of the interview process for future board and commission members. So uh, I'd like to put that out there. If you're interested in seeing that uh, as part of the, the bylaws for any of our boards and commissions, please let us know and we will add that to them in the future. All I'll right. that on the ninth. I'm sorry, Joe. Forgive me. <clears throat> All right. Anybody, um, excuse me, anybody think otherwise that we should not do that? Are we all in affirmation in regard to doing that? Doing that, doing that, yes. Heads are nodding. We will do that. Thank you. All right. Item 10, take action necessary to uh, pursuant to executive session. Is there any action to take pursuant to executive session? Mayor. Yes, ma'am. I'd like to authorize city manager or his designee to execute a contract to purchase land as discussed in the executive meeting. All right. Sorry. Making that as our motion. Ms. Bounds, okay. It's a motion, guys. Second, anyone? Second. All right. Thank you, Mr. Lehman. A question? Hearing none, please cast your vote. All right. And that's 5-2, two, two abstaining. The motion does carry all right, move to item 11, which is new business. Item 22-5101, resolution awarding a contract. Steel Freeman Incorporated to serve as the construction manager at uh, risk for the demolition of the existing Mansfield Police Department and uh, site and the construction of the new Mansfield Police Department building, support buildings and uh, parking area for an amount not to exceed 
$56. All right, Mr. Aaron, Chief. Mayor, City Manager, Council, first and foremost, thank you very much for being here this early Monday morning. You know, it's usually late Monday nights that you're here, and I applaud you for scheduling an 8 o'clock meeting, and, and I thank you so much for being here. You know, it was about a year ago that we were here getting a contract approved for BRW Architects. And uh, you may look and see that there's a lot of blue uniforms in the audience. It's not back up. It is just to, to show you a portion of the team that was part of all of those meetings that transpired over a year. So every two weeks, these folks were just the foundation of, of those meetings. We, we, we took that out to every part of our department to have input on what this building was going to look like. And I have to tell you that BRW brought a, a great team, as well as our construction manager at risk, Steele and Freeman. And these folks showed up every two weeks, and we went through the, the project in itself. And I, and I have to tell you that I think that you're going to be excited about it. You know, one of the first things that, that we established is, is what do we want to see in this building? And I had to reflect back on what those notes were, and it was we want to be on time and on budget. So one of the things that we're going to commit to today is that we're going to continue to stay on time and on budget, and still Freeman is, is going to commit to that as well, as they've already told me that. We want the building to be inviting and engaging to our citizens. I hope that you agree whenever you see that, that, uh, that you'll think that it's inviting. We want to have a wow factor for the public and our staff. It's very underwhelming where we're at now, very, very underwhelming. And those of you that have been, been through there, you've seen that, I'm sure. Uh, we wanted modern technology, and we wanted to use this for an effort to recruit new folks into our building or into our law enforcement. And then we wanted to maximize our functionality. You know, some of the things that we talked about a lot is just the wellness of our employees. You'll see a lot of things that BRW brought to the table to, to create wellness for our employees and, and what we call collision points. You know, for so many years now, over 20 years, we have been operating in several different facilities. And it's really hard to have the collaboration that you need for law enforcement, detectives to patrol, administration to everyone else and so forth. It's very hard to have that without, without collaboration. And being in different buildings, we don't have that currently. And we haven't had it for quite some time. So we purposely put in what we call collision points. We want to run into each other. And, uh, and we think that we've done a really good job at that, and I hope that you agree as we go through this. So with that being said, I'd love to go through this, and uh, Steel Freeman's folks are here. Uh, the president of, of Steel Freeman is uh, Mike Freeman. He's here. He's available for questions, as, as well as uh, Fred with uh, BRW. So we'll run through this real quick, if I'm pushing it the right way. And I'm not. So... I think some of you seen the front of the building and maybe you see it a little bit better on your screen and, and we have some even bigger photos of that if you'd like to see it. Um, you, you can see there faintly that there is a monument there and it's because, you know, we're going to, we're going to, this, this is going to be dedicated to Danny Cordes, who is our first police officer who died in the line of duty. Um, so that'll be his, uh, his name there on a honored wall. There'll also be a honorable wall there as well for other fallen officers that we hope that we never have to add a name to, but it'll be at that location as well. 
If you look through the window, you'll see a motorcycle. Well, we've got a guy that's going to donate a motorcycle, believe it or not, that's going to be very, uh, very like, very much like the one that Danny was, Danny was driving the day that he died. Uh, so that's going to be on display there. We're working on decals and so forth like that now. Uh, you look at the building itself, the, the metal that you see up on the top, that's actually metal if you, if you weren't able to pick that out. Uh, under, the, under the soffit, that's also a metal soffit that we know that we're going to get the tenure out of the building that we expect. You know, one of the things that I heard you ask for is, is you, want, you wanted a building that was going to take us beyond build out. And, and we, we know that our build out is around 130,000. We can do the calculation to, to know what the manpower it's going to take to get us to that number. And we feel like that this building is going to get us there. A little back shot of the back of the building. So uh, you'll, you'll see there's a, uh, a balcony up there. That's because that's where the break room is, is on the second floor. And, and right outside of that is a place for, for employees to go outside and, and have their lunch and so forth. Below that will also be an area that you can, that you can have a lunch. If you look to, the, to my right is the workout facility. It's one of the things that we really wanted to show off for new employees coming in trying to make a decision where do I want to go to work. And uh, we want to be able to show that off. The grassy area that's in front of the workout shop that looks like that somebody passed out on the green, that's really not. That, believe it or not, that guy is working on a sled, I think, because he is working out viciously there. And uh, so that whole area is an outdoor and an indoor workout area. The jail is over to the left. That's what that area is. Kind of gives you the layout. You know, one of the things that we talked a lot about is, is the locker rooms and so forth. So you'll see that uh, we have men and women's locker rooms. We've allowed for expansion for both the men and women. That was a challenge whenever you look at, well, you know, how many men are we going to have versus women and so forth. So, but we, we do think that, that we've done a good job with that. You'll see that there is a new EOC slash uh, community room. And that's just so that we'll have a backup EOC room from, from where we have now. And it also gives us an ability to, to host events there with our citizens, our community, community resources division, and so forth. And, um, and it gives you an, an idea of what it looks like whenever you walk in the back door. And as you're walking into the back door, those are... And they, in the back door area, as soon as you walk in on the left-hand side, that is a place for officers to put their gear bags. So they still carry heavy armor, uh, vests, and helmets. Gives you a place to store those um, and instead of taking up space in your locker. As you walk through the building, our briefing room is right where it says 14. So there's a back door there that gives them the ability to, to go out the back door and, and the front door to to access their vehicles very quickly in the event of an emergency. All of our property room area and uh, property and evidence is there on the first floor as well, along with the jail. And uh, as you see, the, the, the jail has got two carports that are two garages that you can pull in a sally port to be able to drop, drop folks off. And then on our, on our second floor is uh, administration on my left and um, the sergeant's offices, captains, and so forth is, is on my top left. The detectives 
or in the in the cubicle area where it says uh, zero three, and our crime ana crime analyst and and all of our detective staff is in that same area, along with dispatches on the uh, top of the screen there that says zero nine. So one of the things that you'll see is that uh, the dispatch has got a few windows now, wherever they where have they not had in the past, and. Uh, and so the whole purpose of the wellness portion of it was to provide enough windows on the front and the back to force some light throughout the building. And I think uh, BRW has done a really good job doing, doing just that, getting light into each one of these people. Currently, our, our uh, detectives are in offices, but, uh, but we really feel like that, that they need to be in cubicles because that's the way detectives work. They should be collaborating with one another. And, you know, and that was one of the things that was a little bit difficult to convince our detectives until we took them to other new modern police departments and they saw firsthand. They thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose my office, right, but you're going to get this cubicle and you're going to be able to communicate with each other. And, you know, it was a unanimous decision whenever they came back to, hey, you know what, I think those cubicles are actually going to work a lot better. I'm sure Mr. Lehman would probably talk about uh, how they did detective work back in those days, and you have to have that collaboration with one another on a daily basis. So our cubicles are a little bit bigger in size because the guys still have equipment and so forth that they have to have around them. But, but I think uh, BRW's done a really good job of, of making this useful for everybody, and, and it's given us those collision points because now we, we are asking our folks to come upstairs to have conversations with, with their sergeants and dispatchers and so forth. That's where the break room is at, is on the second floor. So that's going to invite people up to the second story and, uh, and will give us those collision points that, that we're really looking for. This is what the layout is going to look like. So as you know that uh, uh, you guys bought us the property over there on Commerce to give us even a better expansion opportunity in the future. So the fence line is, is the red mark there. Uh, it'll be a really nice fence across the front and over to the commerce area. And as you'll see, the, uh, uh, the back parking lot now, one of the amendments that you approved was the uh, uh, taking away that O course and expanding the parking because we know that we're going to need that parking for long term. We spent a little bit of time in the original meeting talking about uh, canopies for the vehicles. And there is canopies in the back parking lot. Those three aisles in the middle will have canopies to protect, protect our vehicles. All of those vehicles is a huge investment for the city, and, and we know that keeping them covered with all the electronic equipment in them is just a wise decision, and so we, we certainly did that. Same thing for our armored vehicles and so forth. They're going to have covering as well. So this, is, uh, this has moved the, uh, the obstacle course from, from where it's at now up to the proposed agility course, that's actually in. I would love for you guys to come out and take a look at that and anybody that would like to go through it, it it's perfect because any of you can go through it and all you have to do is we have a designated runner for you and it's Captain Weyburn. So if you decide that you wanna go through the old course, you just tell me and we have Captain Weyburn that goes through it as many times as you'd like. And, uh, you know, one of the things that the guys brought to the table on that, and, you know, one of the things we learned early on in this, in this planning process is get out of the way and, and let people that know what they're doing do it. So one of the things that they did for the O course is they created an O course that whenever you look at it, you think, oh, my gosh, there's no way that I want to go through that. 
But what they will tell you is, hey, we designed this to where we can go frontwards and backwards. And I said, I didn't even want to go frontwards. I don't know why you guys are going to go backwards. in it. Now you have to go up that wall instead of rappel down that wall. So, wow, it's, uh, it's, it's a big deal. You know, behind the scenes, we, have a, we had a lot of balls up in the air. You know, some of the things that you wouldn't see from your vantage point is that, that we've moved dispatch now to the public safety building. They're over in the, the big training room that we had. You know, and that's not as, just as easy as, as moving a data line. It is moving the entire 911 system, all of the backup power that it needs for that and all the redundancies that comes along with dispatch. All of that's been moved in preparation of this. We've, uh, you know, you guys approved the remodel of Building 5, which is the old Justice Lane property. And, uh, and whenever I say remodel, we just really fluffed it up a little bit because we knew that we were going to be in that for 18 months while they're building this building. So last week, Patrol moved into that, into that building. So it, we got new carpet and paint, and we have crammed everything that used to be in that 1601 building into that building. So I'd encourage you to come by and, and uh, take a look at that at your leisure. One of the things that we did immediately is we went ahead and hung all of the pictures up of this is what the building looks like. So every day that you walk in and you feel cramped, it's not always going to be like this. So they've, they've got that up there to look at each and every day. The, the jail will move this week to Everman. We've come to an agreement with Everman that was uh, a, a very positive, a positive deal for both cities. And that was that, how about if we come and run your jail for 18 months for free and you let us use your facility for free? And, and that was, that was a deal, deal well done. So uh, it's nice to have friends that you can call upon to, to ask for those, and, and they did just that for us. But at the end of the day, this is what this overall uh, footprint is going to look like. As you know, the agility course is already in. They're still constructing the uh, fire burn tower, so it's not complete yet. And again, the agility course is in. So then to talk through some of the finance portions of it and how we're going to pay for this, I'd like to turn that over to Troy. Chief, before you leave, are there any questions you might have for Chief? Go ahead, uh, Ms. Short. I know you guys have probably already discussed all of this, and I know this may be getting into the weeds now, but I was just curious, since the jail is going to be right below some meeting spaces and around offices, what kind of soundproofing did you do? So what's happening in that area over there, and BRW is telling us that they're well prepared for that, but in, in the uh, jail area itself, all of that is reinforced, and then above the space, above the ceiling, there's impact-resistant sheetrock with a lathing material that's going to be on below the sheetrock. So we feel like that we've done a good job not only mitigating the sound there, but also the, the, uh, the things that they've done in the dispatch area, which is soundproofing material as well. Okay, and then uh, one more question. On the firing range, um, if, if I'm remembering correctly, that's going to keep us from having to go out for testing or training. Is that true? Yes, ma'am. So... We currently, we currently open our, our range uh, probably three days a week now, three or four days a week, because we also contract with other cities that come and use the range, and so we open the range up for those folks. But our folks are on the range once a month. Okay. And so, yeah, we don't have to travel for any of that. Now, what you may be thinking about, too, is the, is the driving track. We, we're not having to go anywhere for the driving track we're able to do. As a matter of fact, we just finished our driving certification class there. 
we've already held two classes there and we held a, uh, a motorcycle certification class, not just for us, but other agencies. And we held a, a, a multi-agency class for, for bicycle certification, believe it or not. All right, thank so you. All of that facility in that area is, is really keeping us in town and, and it's actually given us the ability to bring other cities in and, and, and learn from them and then learn from us. You, you know, one of the things I do wanna mention before I turn this over to, uh, to Troy is, is as, this, as this project kept evolving, you know, one of the things that we, we, we did early on is we went back to Still and Freeman and said, hey, you know what, the, this, this project is evolving uh, originally, their percentages of markup and burden and things like that were, were, were much greater because the project looked different. And, but as the project continued to grow, they've agreed to, to lower those prices. And so that's the reflection of, these prices are a reflection of that. It's still a big number and I get that. It's a lot of money. Uh, and and, I, and I, I, I completely respect that. It, it is a lot of money and it's not our money, it's the citizens' money. But, but what I think that we have done is a really good job of, of, of designating the things that you really need in a police department to make it effective and professional for, for our folks, not only for us, but for, our, for the interactions that we're gonna have with our citizens. And I think that uh, you know, it, it exemplifies all, all the things that we want in Mansfield, you know, just, with our, just with our North acronym. I mean, I think it, I think it exemplifies that. All right. Uh, Mr. Lehman and then Mr. Bross. Chief, if you could, could you go back to the one, the 10,000 view, foot view? Yeah. Where exactly is your current fire range, firing range, the pistol range? It's on my left, so I'm sure it'd be on your right, and it's labeled firing range off of Justice Lane. Okay. Is there any improvements to be made there or needed? No, sir. The only improvement that's going to happen there is you'll notice that there's a different color uh, on the drive. That's a fire lane that's been created around the parking. So all of that blue is going to be removed. We are going to take care of a drainage issue that we've had back there. So we've had uh, some water coming in the back of the building, in the firing range building. They originally built that a little bit lower, as I'm sure you know. Uh, so one of the things that this does is it fixes that drainage issue but it also gives us the, uh, the new parking right out in front of it. And I'd like to emphasize the point, you are intending, uh, like the driving area and other areas, you're going to be opening this up to other agencies where they can train here as well? Absolutely, yes sir. Um, you're anticipating, I understand it's a guess, but ballpark, when are you anticipating to open? The, 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 the police station the itself? The facility, yes. They're telling me 18 months. And, and we'd like to get started January 1st. Okay, during this agreement with Everman, I, I, I'm sure you have some jailers. Wh where do they go while this is going on? They go into Everman? Or? Yes, sir. They are? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So we'll just basically move our operation, which is our operational people. We'll take them to Everman, and, uh, and then we'll, we'll take our prisoners to Everman. You know, we house prisoners for Kennedale and Burleson. Yes, All of those folks will end up in Everman. Mm -hmm. uh, what will happen is from a daily, just from an operational standpoint, is either an officer will take those folks directly after an arrest or a transport officer that happens to be on duty would then grab that arrest and, and transport it to Everman. And last question, and I, here again, I understand it's a guess, but um, 
ballpark lifetime of this facility, I heard you say 130,000 year-wise. What are we guessing? How long will this building last us? Are you talking about in, in terms of capacity or? In, in, Use. Yeah. Because where I'm at, I mean, I don't mean to, this building, when it was built, was going to last us for the rest of our life. Yeah. Well, it's obvious that's not going to happen. My point is, in my mind, there needs to be some plan that we're going to recover this from a taxpayer point of view. Okay, we're going to build it to last target 20 years, 15 years, or do we yeah. have any number? Well, depending on what the build out is, obviously, but we, you know, we if the if the build out is still 20 or 30 years away, then we think that we've that we've hit that mark, you know. And and the other thing that we've we've put in play is looking for opportunities to add on to the building in the event that something happens and we happen to have if we need more manpower or more office space, we have two areas of the building that we'd be able to add on to at this site. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's that's where I was going. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, Mr. Bronx. Chief, could you quickly go back to the first floor uh, overview? And I missed where you said the, the uh, jail part was. Or which, which number is the jail, Chief? Uh, number 12, 11. I think 12. Yeah, 11, 12, yeah. 11 is the Sally Port and 12 is the jail itself. I see, I think I see 11. It's right underneath the outdoor kitchen there. Mr. Brosh, on your right side. Right side. Uh-huh. Right below outdoor kitchen is 14. To the right of that is the jail. Okay, so it's all that area right there. Very good. I just did, didn't pick up on it when you were talking. Uh, so, and last question is, what's the overall square footage of the inside air conditioning space? Uh, 55 and some change. 55,000 square foot and some change, yeah. So total... Total square footage for the project is about 61,000, but that 61,000 also goes into the support buildings, the, the two support buildings that were there. So one of the things that you may remember early on is we were thinking about how can we save some money on the project? Well, it was taking some of the square footage out of the main building and moving it to a support building because we knew, we knew that we could build a support building much cheaper than we could in the main building. So um, you'll see that that's, that's what that's exactly where that got moved to. So our SWAT, uh, our SWAT guys, for an example, they're in the support building, um, and in the uh, crime lab that not crime lab, but the property area that you're going to drop off at, that's in the support building. And so for the larger property, small property will still go here, but large property is going to go in the support building, and even the mechanic shop is a separate support building. Oh, okay. So does does the uh, contract price include the demolition of the old, or is that is that covered under previous? The, uh, this contract will take care of all of the demo of the parking lot and the, and the building, believe it or not. Okay. And you know as well as I do what that building is made out of. And, and they did, you know, they had to take their demo guys back through there a couple of times to say, hey, are you sure? And, and, uh, and I think Still Freeman's done a really good job on, on just that. Just, hey, are you sure? Because uh, uh, it sounds like we've got a really good a demo contractor lined up that's coming off another really big project and it's going to be a perfect fit for this building. Excellent. All right, Chief, and just one quick question. Uh, you know, we're living in some crazy times. What uh, provisions uh, have we made in regarding this business, this building to assure the safety of our officers and civilian, civilian personnel in there? I don't 
I don't see that on here, but we sure want our people protected. Yeah. Well, if, if you wouldn't mind, I would like to tell you that I assure you that we are well protected, but in an open meeting, I wouldn't want to discuss okay. all the formalities of no, that. No, that's fine. I just, but, I just didn't see anything on the outside from some deranged person driving up on our building. That's what I'm yes, talking sir. about. I want to make sure that. If you will come over there, we'll, you'll be in a safe place. Um, okay. yeah, I, would, I would invite my, my wife and kids over there because it'll okay. be a safe place at the end of the day. All right. All right. Good deal. Thank you, buddy. Okay, so as we uh, move to the cost, um, you can see in the middle column is the uh, contract amount that is uh, before you for your approval this morning. Uh, those will be funded with the Series 2022A uh, bonds that were uh, approved earlier this fall and uh, funded last week. Uh, that is the uh, $52 million bonds, and so those, those will be funded from uh, that particular bond. Uh, and for um, any question that may come out, that money is being invested, and so any interest that will be earned uh, from those particular bonds, this pro rata share of the uh, $52 million will be applied to this project. Uh, so. We, we will have additional funds there available should we need them. Um, again, here's the uh, remaining project uh, cost. You've seen these uh, additionally, as Chief Aaron referred to uh, about a year ago as we uh, shifted this project from retrofitting the existing building into the uh, teardown and rebuilding of, uh, of what the project has become today. Um, the lower section is the uh, BRW, BRW contract that exists today, that PO. Uh, obviously, we still uh, have some funds left on that particular PO. And then the cost up top. Uh, there's also another owner's contingency line there that's outside of the contract. There's contingency built into the $36 million contract. Um, we've incurred some of those costs in the uh, top half of the uh, box up there. Obviously, we still have some cost to, to uh, incur. As Chief Aaron uh, talked about, the dispatch move, dispatch currently is across the street in the PSB building, um, but they will have to be moved back. Um, and then the furniture, fixtures, and equipment cost uh, has not been covered today. Um, we anticipate to be able to cover that out of next year's budget and uh, start looking at those costs as we get a little bit closer uh, uh, to uh, that that particular event um, and with that I will entertain any questions that you may have regarding the cost on my left on my right we have none we look forward to an outstanding building for an outstanding police force all right I'm ready to receive a motion motion to approve the uh, request uh, as presented. Thank you. Motion by Mr. Lehman. Second. Second by Ms. Bounds. Question. Hearing none, all in favor, please cast your vote. And the motion carries 7-0. All right. Item 12 is the adjournment. Who dare? Motion to adjourn. There it is, Mr. Lewis. And I believe Ms. Short. 
All right, vote. Anybody? Question? No questions. Happy day. We got one more to go. Mr. Lehman. I know. All right, and the motion carries 7-0. We will adjourn at 9-11 a.m. You all have a Merry Christmas and a God-blessed New Year. You all take care. <laughs>